Real Presence Live. It's this really powerful sense of, okay, you're seen, you're known, you're missed if you're not here. Local. It's that good crop of corn or beans or wheat or whatever it is that you do that, you know, you grow it, you grow it to the Lord, and if it doesn't come about, you just have to be patient and say, well, there's always next year. Engaging. Evangelization is the fruit of the love of God being poured into the hearts of Jesus' friends. Live. This is our charism, to be witnesses of Jesus' real presence in the Eucharist. Welcome to Real Presence Live. We are broadcasting for the first time from St. Andrew's Church in Brainerd, Minnesota. I'm Deacon Dan Goshi. We've got Father Daniel Weiske with us as well. Good morning. How are you, Father? Fantastic. Good to I be with you. I love your outfit today. Well, thank you so Fantastic. much. What is that? Black? We match. Yeah, it's, well, kind of. I'm gray. Well, that's true. I'm one of the men and the boys in gray. Right, but yeah. covered in black. Yeah, well, covered that's true. I do holiness. have a, I, do, I just want, uh, you know, our, our uh, radio listeners to look very closely at the speakers and you can see, you know, how well we are coordinated Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Uh, We have uh, several things going on today, and we're going to get to that in just a second. Eli, I think you are probably eager to tell us what they are, aren't you? You know, I I, I am. Do you want us to pray first? Is that what you... I mean, typically, it's, typically it's a good we way would to say start a prayer? things with prayer and stuff like that. Do you that. know any prayers, Father? Uh, you know, let me open my uh, prayer book. <laughs> hey, good. And take a peek. <laughs> well, let's begin with a prayer. Let's do it. In the it. name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks and praise for this day. Thank you for the gift of life and the spirit that you poured forth into our hearts. We pray that all of us uh, working or listening today in the show might be blessed by your word, by your spirit. We say to you, speak, Lord, for your servant is listening, as Samuel said in today's readings. Please guide us by your word and fill us with your power and bless all of our conversations that they might enlighten us uh, with your wisdom and strengthen us in your grace. And all this we ask through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Thank you very much, Father. All right, Eli, now are you set? Are you finally ready? I suppose. You okay, know. let's hear it. Here's what's coming up on this morning's show. How did Divine Providence play a role in Dan Johnson's decision to be involved with RCIA and become a high school formation director? Well, we'll be finding out about that as we begin this morning. And how can you become a man on fire for your faith? Well, Deacon John Weiske of the Diocese of Duluth will share how as he previews an upcoming conference for men coming up in Duluth. And I, I, I seem to think he's got some sort of connection to one of our hosts today. Um, what does it mean to die with dignity, and how does euthanasia take away this di- dignity? Well, there's a couple of questions that uh, we'll be asking Father Ed Anderson. He's a priest of the Diocese of Sioux Falls, as we visit with him later in the show. All that and a whole lot more is coming up this morning on Real Presence Live. Right back to you. All right. Thank you, Eli. I appreciate that. Boy, that sounds like an exciting show. Thrilling. If only they'd have, you know, somehow procured appropriate hosts for it. This could really come together nicely. We see the Lord works through weakness <laughs> on display. See how he pointed at me when he said that? All right. Well, here in uh, in Brainerd, Minnesota, where there is no actual broadcast signal for Real Presence Radio, hopefully we have a lot of people tuning in uh, on your yourcatholicradiostation.com. And the app, the uh, the Real Presence app, I hope. And as we look outside, we're getting a, a doozy of a snowstorm that really just started, what, half hour, 45 Winter minutes Wonderland. ago? Winter Wonderland. Yeah. During Mass. Started during Mass. I say doozy. I don't know if doozy is necessary. I mean, it's what, we're going to get a few inches today or something like that? Might be up to five. Could be up to five. Means the plows will have to come out. Ooh. Okay. Well, scrape well, gentlemen, mm-hmm. as you as you drive around the roads. All right. Uh, and so, uh, what else we got going on today? Got our water here. We I've, do. Been, we I've been offered coffee. But you said no. 
Uh, well, that's because I already had some. You're peppy enough without it. I'm, I'm sparky. I've never known you to have any <coughs> energy or any... Any energy? No. <laughs> Pretty low energy guy. For a man my size, you'd think I'd move a little slower. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> that is exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, I have... Of uh, your stature. <laughs> <laughs> Father, let's just get just a little bit more information about you. You've been a priest of the Diocese of Duluth for... Going on eight years. Going on eight years. Fairly new, but not mm-hmm. a baby. Mm-hmm. And as a, an associate pastor, you were assigned here, I weren't you? I was assigned you? to the Blessed Land of Brainerd, Minnesota. <clears throat> and then? And then, two years later, was named pastor of two parishes here. It's not only a winter wonderland, but a Catholic wonderland. It's a Catholic what wonderland. What could a priest be sent? I love it. So, six years in this role, going on six years and mm-hmm. two years before that. Mm-hmm. 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 And you and I met uh, and started uh, spiritual direction about... Shortly after you got here, wasn't it? Did we? Within a year or so, I think. Ah, yeah. that's good. Yes, yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't know out in public. Right, in public you can't. Yeah, you can't. can't say that. No, no. Uh, what a pleasure, though. You're starting. And to get now good we're sitting at, at the same table. Here we are, and not fighting. You're starting to get good at this, Father Daniel. <laughs> Appreciate that. Yeah, patience is one of the key virtues <laughs> of the Christian life. Long suffering. <laughs> Suffering long, too. All right. Well, should we talk to uh, our first guest today, Father? Well, Mr. Dan Johnson. In fact... That's kind of neat. Some people call him Most Mister. Most Mister. The Most Mister. We're going 3D here. We are going 3D. I don't know if in the history... Eli, maybe you can ring in on this. In the history of Real Presence Radio, has there ever been a a moment when three Dans were at the table broadcasting live together? You know, I'm going to have to check the archives on that mm-hmm. one, but Do uh, that. We'll you know, just I have here. a feeling that, that you know, I would have thought it would be more today. memorable. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. This might be a first. All right. Thank you, Eli. We have uh, Father Daniel Weiske, <laughs> Deacon Dan Goshi, and the most Mr. Dan Johnson, the mostest misterist of all Dan Johnsons. Welcome. Thank you, You Deacon. can't just nod Thank and you smile. Father. You have to talk. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's right. I'm still processing the cubed. is three. <laughs> 3D. Dan cubed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very good. All right, and uh, you are, uh, your role here is what? High school formation director? Yeah, high school faith formation director. Okay. Um, At St. Andrew's Parish, I should say, you know. For well. all of the okay. Brainerd Lakes Catholic churches, mm-hmm. so which encompasses all saints, St. Francis, St. Andrews, St. Matthias. Mm-hmm. 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 All right. And so I work with uh, youth probably half of the time, and then I also uh, help to facilitate our RCIA or Becoming Catholic um, program, if you will, uh, mm-hmm. for adults that are. How do you spell it? R R C I A. Oh, just Very, like it's yeah, just like it's like it's Okay, that's yeah. right. That's right. Rikia, Rikia. <laughs> if we pronounce the acronym, it's Rikia. Rikia. That's, Rikia. Right. that's right. That's correct. That's good. Okay. Now you would say that uh, divine providence has had a major impact on your life, wouldn't you say that? Yes. I've heard you say that. Yes, for sure. For what does divine providence mean to you? How, how do you define that? I think some people might refer to it as uh, some of the coincidences that we uh, that we notice in life. Um, I think, for instance, maybe this just happened to me uh, last week. I think um, had something happen at home with my wife that I definitely needed to apologize for, mm-hmm. and uh, and I didn't that night. The next morning, I, I typically go to mass eight o'clock every morning, and at mass during the readings. Uh, I just had a prompting like interior, you need to apologize to your wife. Mm-hmm. And um, so in my mind, was it an accident that those particular readings that I heard that day 
instilled in me a, a desire and a recognition that I actually need to go and apologize to my wife. Um, I would, that's what divine providence is, those promptings that take place in our life. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's in things where the Lord is blessing us with we're in need of something and it just happens to show up, um, and m- maybe even more so in the cases um, like the example I gave of recognizing, gosh, I'm, this is something I actually need to... Uh, a situation I need to rectify. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of divine providence really is, I think, guides our lives, uh, and it really comes from the hands of a, a loving Father. Um, and so even the difficult things we go through in life, that He is still with us and guiding us. Mm-hmm. Um, so what some folks might say, oh, that's just a coincidence, um, I would say is it's actually God's providence in His guiding our lives. We, we speak a lot of time, I think, about divine providence in in providing you know providing what it is that we needed or what it is how about that divine denial that's that's a divine that's part of divine providence too there's something we want we think we should have uh, and then we are denied that and that's that's part of that gift as well and i think that's kind of what brought you here isn't it i mean you experienced a little bit of the no that's not what i have in mind for yeah. you and here's yeah, something else for sure okay um so this, I think, I didn't. I'm in in my seventh or eighth year here uh, in this the current capacity of high school faith formation mm-hmm. um, and uh, RCIA. And when I applied for this job seven or eight years ago, the what I applied for was an adult faith formation uh, position, mm-hmm. which I was super excited about. I really wanted to do that, and so I, I I went to the interview. And during the interview, what they actually offered me uh, was RCIA or becoming Catholic, uh, Rakia, um, uh, which I, th- I was excited about. That that's adults, but they also offered me high school faith formation, so that I would be the the DRE or Director of Religious Education, and then slash Youth Minister, if you will. And during the interview, if I'm honest, I would tell you that. In my mind, I thought, you've got to be kidding me. I The youth part of it. The youth part of it, mm-hmm. yes. And I honestly, I think I probably had the thought of, I hate teenagers. Mm-hmm. Why, <laughs> why on earth would they be offering me this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So half of it, very excited about with adults, and then the, the other side of it with teenagers, I thought, this is... So I wish I could tell you that I went home and I said a prayer, Lord, in your providence and your care for me, I, you know me better than I know myself. <laughs> that but didn't I, happen? No. I, so instead I went home and spent two days, because I think I had two days to make a decision, and I spent two days really pouting about it. Mm-hmm. And I was almost mad at God thinking, why would you do this? And so at the end of two days of pouting, I thought, well, they're <laughs> offering this position, and I'm, I'm going to have to take it. Because you couldn't resist the money they were offering. That's exactly yeah, right. I'm sure, let me, I'm let sure me that's tell the you, case. It is, yeah, it's. I mean, you see, there's cash kind of coming out of my <clears> pockets yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. I, I see the, yeah, the clothes you're wearing too. <laughs> the bling, all the bling, Canadian, a lot money. of gold. What'd you say? Canadian money. Canadian money. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I couldn't pass up the the bonus and all of that stuff. So um, <laughs> signing bonus. So I came in and, and reluctantly, it was one of those yes, I guess. It was kind of a yes, I guess I'll do it. Um, I think of Peter when uh, Jesus tells him to to cast the nets in for a catch. Mm-hmm. And he says, yeah, okay, Lord, we've been fishing all night, but you know, I know what I'm doing here, but because you said it. So it was, it was one of those. And the first year for sure was, I would say, a challenge. I, from the very beginning, I loved doing RCIA. Um, and there's, a, there's kind of a distinct difference when you're dealing with RCIA because th- th- those are people that have some sort of a desire 
and there's a reason that they're that they're actually coming uh, to at least check out something in the Catholic faith. Whereas with when you're looking at sacramental prep for confirmation with teenagers, uh, there's a number of them that they're coming because mom and dad said you have to right. be here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there's a dynamic that's very different between those two. And the first year I would say was fairly painful um, for me uh, working with teenagers and. Uh, it, a lot of it stemmed around uh, teenagers sometimes can have a tendency to um, kind of be standoffish. <clears throat> and uh, so that standoffishness, there's times I would think, am I, is there any impact that I'm going to have uh, with these young people? Because it seems like I don't think I'm getting through. And gosh, the kid I'm talking to right now, if maybe he would punch me if, if it was uh, an option possible yeah. and so the I think it was in my second year I read this I was reading this book on youth ministry and I, I read this line that very often when teenagers that that kind of standoffishness or cold shoulder uh, that they display very often is not an indication of how they feel about you mm -hmm. um, it's actually how they feel about themselves and when I read that it changed everything because then I recognized this is actually a wounded person mm -hmm. and I am am I willing uh, to let Jesus use me to actually love them. So thank you for listening to Real Presence uh, Live. Um, I'm Deacon Dan Goshi. I'm here with Father uh, Daniel Weiske. We're broadcasting live from St. Andrew's Church in Brainerd. Our guest right now is uh, the most Mr. Acolyte, Dan Johnson. And uh, he's talking a little bit about divine providence and his uh, role in uh, working with uh, youth and, and adults here at St. Andrew's. So... Well, I kind of wondered when you talk about providence and leading you here, you know, being offered a job, not the exact job that you were desiring and how you were blessed through that and, and growing into really flourishing in that work. Uh, but before that, there was a path, too, that was there were some twists and turns in your path. Um, what led you to Brainerd in the first place? What led you here for the first time? That's a really good question. Um, so I had... Uh, I was actually sent here, so I was... Uh, discerning priesthood thinking about priesthood as a uh, as a possible option at about uh, i don't know 30 years old maybe mm -hmm. i was a bit of a late bloomer and um it was really actually one of the first times in my life i started asking god the question of what is it that you want me to do up uh, really up until the my mid uh, 20s to late 20s i was living according to i'm going to do what i want to do mm -hmm. and uh this idea that oh, we should ask, actually ask God, what is it that, like, you've made me for something, what is it that you want me to do? And so priesthood was definitely on the radar for me, thinking, gosh, is, is, this, is this something I'm supposed to do? So I was, of course, uh, weak and frail and still am and was just not ready to commit to going into seminary. So mm -hmm. I asked the Diocese of Duluth if I could do a pastoral <coughs> year, and uh, they said, absolutely. And so a pastoral year is basically you live with a priest, mm -hmm. um, and you're kind of like his shadow for a year so you can kind of see what diocesan priesthood looks like. So when I asked uh, the diocese about that, they said, absolutely, um, we're going to send you to Brainerd, Minnesota, And which, to be honest with you, I kind of thought Brainerd was a dump um, when they, when they <laughs> sent me here. Not until you got here, Dan. And, and then it was confirmed. <laughs> and then, <No>. uh, <laughs> okay. But, so they sent me here, and um, I lived in the rectory with uh, Father Tony Roblewski, mm -hmm. And uh, he had me teach a confirmation class with 11th graders, uh, an RCIA class on a Monday night for there was three folks that couldn't do Tuesday nights. Mm. And then I taught a 5th, 7th, and 8th grade religion class at St. Francis School. Mm. And I loved it. Mm. That, I, that's basically what I spent the year. That's what I would do with, uh, with my days, and I absolutely loved it. 
And I, I still, I remember telling the Lord, I would do this the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. um, but I also, the whole uh, priesthood was not resolved for me. And sure. so after a year, I, I went into the seminary and spent two years in seminary and then discerned um, that I should probably go out and um, look at getting married um, again. And uh, my spiritual director, spiritual director had recommended to me he said i think you have gifts that would be well suited in the church and when i was upon leaving the seminary he said mm -hmm. i think it would be good for you to consider uh, doing something uh, in the church and so that's what i did so as we kind of uh <clears throat> excuse me wrap things up dan what what kind of message would you leave uh behind with our listeners about seeking the lord's will you, you talked to you came to a point where you oh, i probably should ask him um and uh in doing so and and uh, how how the the blessings come about from that? Yeah, so the, the I had mentioned that starting this position, especially the youth ministry, working with teenagers uh, at the beginning, it was not easy, and uh, it took probably three years before I actually developed a love for doing what I'm doing. And I'm at a point now. I don't know why. Um, I don't know why I love this. In fact, I've had a teenager that was bringing another teen over uh, to meet my wife, uh, Britt, who also works here at the parish. He was bringing a, a teenager over who uh, had never met us before to introduce us. And the description they, they used was um, that uh, Dan is kind of like a... Um, it's like a teenager trapped in an old man's body. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know why it is the Lord knows me better, mm -hmm. but he, I am convinced that he chose uh, this for me and because this is not something I would have chosen. Mm -hmm. And I think the, if, we, if it really comes down to it, when we ask ourselves, what do I really want? Mm -hmm. I think if we're honest, most of the times we don't have a clue. No, right. Like what is the thing that's really good? Because what we want more than anything is to go to bed at night and to be at peace, that mm -hmm. if the Lord comes in my sleep, that I'm ready to meet him. Mm -hmm. And so one is to recognize, I don't even know necessarily what I want. And so Lord, help me even in the desires that I have, uh, that I would desire what it is that you desire. Mm -hmm. And I can say with 100% uh, certainty, the only way that you will find a life that is fulfilling, that has peace, that has joy, is to surrender our, your will to his. And simply to ask, Lord, lead me wherever it is that you want me to be. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and that doesn't mean life is, uh, difficulties go away. Right. But boy, there's a big difference between having the Lord present with you in the midst of suffering and just suffering for right. maybe no yeah. reason whatsoever. Yeah. Amen to that. Hmm. Well, Dan Johnson, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate that. It's always a delight to see another Dan in the world. Right, Father <laughs> Daniel? Always. Always a delight, yeah. Who kind of reminds Reminds me a little bit about, you know, when when I just became a deacon, I talked to my pastor, and he said, okay, what kinds of things would you like to do in, in our parish? And, I, and I, gave, I gave him several things. I said, there's only two things I don't want to do. Uh, I don't want to be on the building committee, and I don't want to teach youth. So I'm the head of the building committee, the chairman, and I'm teaching youth. So. <laughs> Thank you, God, because it's yeah. worked out very well. <laughs> Yeah, all right. Dan Johnson, thank you so much. Appreciate thank it. Thank you. Appreciate your thank work you here. Much. Coming up next, we're going to take a few minutes to pray for your intentions during Prayerfully Yours, and then later on, you'll have an opportunity to call in with your questions on the Catholic faith during Straight Talk with our very own, very own uh, Father Daniel Weiske, and uh, we're coming to you live for the very first time from St. Andrew's Church in Brainerd, Minnesota. We are your newest hosts, Father Daniel. Nice to see you. Good to be with you. Yeah, he nods. And, and I'm Deacon Dan Goshi. And uh, you are tuned into Real Presence Live.